Hello, and welcome to the German New Medicine Stories podcast. May listening bring liberation and lightness to your healing journey. Please note that nothing that I or any of my guests say here is or should be misinterpreted as medical information or advice. These are personal stories, not prescriptions. In this episode, I talk with Ashley Newbery um, about many things, but primarily um, how she resolved over a decade of chronic acne after learning about German New Medicine. Um, and before we get into the interview, I just wanted to um, talk a little bit about this uh, special biological program. So um, acne emerges from the corium skin. So this is um, the deeper layer of skin. So the surface layer of skin um, is a separation conflict. Okay, this would, you know, for example, be eczema. Um, but the deeper layer of skin, the corium skin, um, the biological conflict here is an attack conflict. Okay, also um, feeling soiled, feeling dirty, feeling unclean, feeling disfigured as well from something like like a surgery, let's say. Um, and of course, as always, this can be experienced uh, literally or symbolically. So, you know, an attack conflict could be um, like a verbal attack, like an insult. Um, um, and then feeling dirty, you know, you can feel dirty and soiled by somebody's words, by somebody's kiss, um, by stepping in dog poo, um, all kinds of things. And uh, so during the conflict active phase of, um, of this biological conflict of an attack conflict or feeling soiled, feeling dirty, feeling disfigured conflict, um, there is cell proliferation, okay? And you can basically think about it that, that uh, the, the biological purpose here is to build a, a protective layer of skin, like a, a shield essentially against, um, against the attack. Okay, so conflict active, there is tissue proliferation. And then once uh, the conflict has been resolved, um, this tissue is, the, the excess tissue now is broken down. You no longer need the shield. Um, you no longer need the thickened skin, it's now broken down with um, fungi or bacteria. And this is when we, um, you know, get the pus, let's say, in a pimple. And um, the thing about acne that I'm guessing many people listening to this have experienced is that, um, and, you know, it's why this is such a common teenage experience and why does it sort of onset alongside puberty is because alongside puberty, you know, like suddenly um, sexuality and relationships and, and how you look becomes very important in the world. And, um, and what other people think of you becomes very important. And there's just like so much going on at that age um, where uh, th that is just ripe for experiencing, um, you know, an attack conflict, a feeling dirty, feeling soiled conflict. And then this the thing about acne specifically is that it can often trigger this very chronic loop that, you know, let's say you're, you're a 13 year old girl. Um, you know, maybe someone said something you felt as, as an attack, you develop, let's say just maybe one pimple, but then you go to the bathroom and you 
upon seeing your own face, you feel attacked, dirtied, soiled by your own face, by the acne itself, okay? So now you are back conflict active. Um, you know, you're, you're picking at your own uh, pimples, all of this, like this, um, this is how acne can become very, very chronic. Um, and so Ash is going to talk about, you know, sort of how she, how she broke this cycle. Um, and one of the very sort of common uh, GNM recommendations for someone who has chronic acne is to, you know, cover up the mirror, like no mirrors at all. Um, we need to, to stop, you know, looking, scrutinizing um, the acne because it's actually, um, it's, it's the cause, it's what's uh, creating this, this chronic loop. Um, so yeah, I wanted to, a lot of this will become more clear in the conversation, but I just, I think I want to spend more time really um, clarifying for people these different um, tissue layers and biological conflicts. Um, so yeah, that's a little bit about the corium skin and um, the specific biological conflict here. Um, yeah, let's get into the podcast. Yeah, um, well, I actually, uh, the chiropractor I was seeing when I lived in Michigan, um, uh, Dr. Melissa Sell, she mm -hmm. uh, oh, followed her, her on social media. <laughs> what? I said you knew her back in her chiropractor days. <laughs> yeah, so I I've always been interested in more natural health mm -hmm. and like learning how the body works. And so I was going to uh, this natural, you know, chiropractor office and after she stopped working there and, or maybe I wasn't a patient, I started following her on social media and I worked with her partner, Steve, mm -hmm. and did one of his courses. And, um, then she started talking about this German new medicine thing. And I was like, what <laughs> is this? I'm really curious about this. And I actually, we were like learning it together, but mm -hmm. I had just started my nursing career. Um, okay and was like in the thick of that and also starting to learn this whole new paradigm of germany medicine and seeing how the body is right self-healing and that all of these symptoms have a root cause instead of just being you know random and we need to take meds that was but i didn't you what a bit of a mind fuck when you were like just embarking on a nursing career yeah. And I, I thought nursing school was going to be, or I thought like being a nurse was going to be like nursing school. Cause nursing school is like a lot more holistic than working in the hospital and just like, you know, basically like being, uh, giving out pain meds, like candy to <laughs> everyone or meds in general. And I was really frustrated by the fact that these people would keep coming in with the same issues. And I'm like, there is something here that we're missing. Mm -hmm. Like, when we keep suppressing all these symptoms, like there's, there's something missing. Yeah. And my favorite thing about working in the hospital was the discharge instructions was the teaching and helping people to see how they can support their lifestyle and shifting that. Um, and that was probably the time that I felt like my patients were engaged in listening, maybe because they wanted to leave and get the hell out of the hospital. Mm -hmm. But, um, I, I still felt like then with the German new medicine piece, I was, I was fighting myself every day. And I was like, if I talk about this while I'm, you know, in my nursing position at the hospital, like 
I'll get fired or like, you know, like something bad's going to happen. And so I was kind of fighting myself for a few years before I quit. Um, I quit. And did yeah, you, uh, when you found German medicine, like, did you have any experience with it early on where like it made sense to you and, and you kind of like really switched gears or did it take quite a while for you to like grasp it and I mean it took like a little bit but I think I saw the connections pretty quickly and for me like uh, a big symptom that I struggled with for 13 years was acne and I tried diets supplements antibiotics like um, all kinds of fancy skincares dermatology I was on birth control for like nine years mm -hmm. and you know some of those things helped a little bit but like overall not really mm -hmm. and so when I learned that the the conflict is a feeling soiled or feeling attacked so you feel gross or you feel yeah. attacked whether it's verbally or you're you know popping your own pimples I was like oh my god like yeah. I saw how I was like oh my gosh I feel like I'm being attacked all the time uh -huh. and I was face. yeah Mm -hmm. And I was so fragile. And then also I worked in neuro. So like my patients, you know, were not the most mentally stable and they say things that are quite mean and, you know, working with, you know, other nurses that have been doing their job for a long time. And I was new and it's like, I felt attacked by my coworkers, by patients, by my family. Like I didn't even used to leave my bedroom without putting makeup on because mm -hmm. my parents would make fun of me mm -hmm. and give me a hard time. Yeah. And so I, I saw that connection and I was like, oh my goodness, no wonder all this outside stuff is not helping because I'm not, I'm not addressing mm -hmm. the internal relationship with myself at all. Yeah. And, um, you know, like that, that light bulb moment, it wasn't like, oh, oh, my skin is clear yeah, now. And really. like, <laughs> life is la di da you know, um, but it, it helped me, you know, start on this journey of paying more attention to my experience instead of, you know, brushing it off and trying to heal with something outside of myself. And um, yeah, I mean, it, it took a while for my skin to heal, but I just kept holding the vision that it was done and just kept, kept going, even though at times I did feel a little crazy because the evidence was not showing up yet. And um, something that uh, a friend recommended is she's like, you know, take pictures to see the progress mm. because mm. it's not going to go from zero to 60. Like you're not going to have complete healing. It might take a little bit. And so that was actually really encouraging to me and to have those pictures now to see like, yeah, it was pretty bad. Mm -hmm. And um, to see that progress in the midst of still feeling like, okay, it's not done yet was yeah. really, um, really, really helpful for me. And I think made it a little bit easier to keep going because I would see like, okay, you know, I'm not triggering it as much. Mm -hmm. It is getting better. It's not like it's not gone yet, um, but it's I getting better. The, yeah. the process that you were going through internally was that 
simply was it becoming aware of how much your thoughts were focused on on feeling attacked and feeling soiled was it changing your internal dialogue was it ignoring the mirror for a while taking off your makeup like what for you what was the the place that you were going to work to try and create that that resolution yeah yeah great question um definitely a lot of being aware of my internal dialogue and actually, um, I did cover up my bathroom mirror. I put like uh, Christmas wrapping paper over it so for, for a time because the mirror for me was a huge track for me to, you know, find out what's wrong with my face yeah. and to um, devalue myself and make myself wrong for these symptoms that, you know, until learning German medicine, I didn't really understand. Mm-hmm. And, um, so yeah, it was a lot of mindset work and really holding that vision. And, um, I did like a lot of visualization exercises, especially when I was washing my face in the shower and just like feeling how my skin would feel when my, you know, acne was cleared up and Neville um, Neville Goddarding your, your way to help. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) And actually I came up with my own tool. Like a lot of people, like the inside of their forearm is pretty like smooth. It doesn't see the sun as much. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, I would close my eyes and like be like touching the inside of my forearm, but almost like transfer that feeling to uh-huh. my face or where I had, um, you know, breakouts. That's so smart. <laughs> I yeah, love that. It was I love that. super powerful and weird. <laughs> Totally. But it, but it worked. Um, yeah. It is the weird and, things. Like that's what I'm, when I talk to people, I'm always encouraging. I'm like, whatever weird thing works for you, like you have to somehow, you know, start like playing with your mind. And sometimes it's kind of odd. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But now I like, I'll teach that to clients and it's like helping other people too, um, which is so cool that. And so how, how long did it take for you to do this process of like slowly sort of chunking away at, at this kind of like life theme of, of feeling attacked and feeling soiled? Um, yeah, I, my skin healed before I fully, like my psyche was fully on board with that. Um, the skin healing process took about five months and, um, you know, it's not like I never have acne now, but when I do, it's like, you know, one or two pimples and I don't make a big deal about it. It's like, oh yep, that's a healing spot. Thank you body. And then I move the fuck on (laughs) and it's like, okay, whatever. Um, but getting to the point of where, you know, not everything was triggering me, it took a bit longer. And I think actually quitting nursing helped with that because Mm -hmm. I wasn't, in this volatile environment where I was being attacked all the time. Uh, I also moved away um, from my family, which also helped to kind of start over. Good practical solutions. Yes. So it's like, right, it's, it's internal and Mm -hmm. external and, you know, both things reflect each other. And by taking those actions that also helped me not be in the environment that like, you know, caused me to be in those conflicts was helpful. 
but then also addressing, right, the internal, the stories that we tell ourselves mm -hmm. about what our symptoms mean. And, you know, like, oh, I've had it for this long, like nothing's helped, nothing's going to help. Yeah, what was, what was your feeling when you, when you no longer had the acne after 13 years? Like, can you, can you remember that, those moments? Yeah, it was kind of like, I remember, um, actually a couple years ago, I went to Hawaii for a photo shoot and I was getting ready in the morning and, um, I have like a little concealer pen thing and I looked in the mirror and I was like, there's nothing there. <laughs> and I had this kind of like, holy shit moment, like, wow, like it, it's to feel that good in my skin and to also be like, okay, there's nothing to fix mm -hmm. because I also took on, right. Like having a symptom that everyone else can see and everyone loves to make comments about, um, yeah. and to, to no longer have that, but still you know, feel like, oh, there's something to fix. Even though, you know, the acne was gone, that, you know, that process um, was, it's, it's deeper than, you know, than the skin stuff, because it's that deeper programming of, of not feeling good enough, which also contributed to my acne being, you know, re-triggered all the time. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, having those moments of like, wow, there's nothing to fix. I'm not broken. And like my skin is finally reflecting that. Mm -hmm. And getting to a place where people can say whatever they want about me and I'm okay. <laughs> and not triggered by it or not right feeling like they're attacking me. Mm -hmm. But it's like that that was my own story. Yeah. And it wasn't actually the truth. And even if people are attacking me, it's not my responsibility to take that on for myself. And that that's been like really big I was letting go of that, you know. I love it. You became a new woman. Exactly. Yeah. I'm like, can't fuck around with me anymore. <laughs> what a gift yeah do you want to get into the the next story of the full body rash yeah so um when I moved from Michigan to Seattle uh, I grew up in Michigan my whole life and before I left Seattle where I had quit nursing I'd quit religion and basically quit my family so mm -hmm. uh it was a new beginning for like, like so many areas of my life and I was starting over and I had moved into this apartment and first time living alone. I'd never lived alone before. And one of my really good friends from Michigan, we were trying to connect and have a phone call. And mind you, like I have maybe like, you know, two friends from like the new yoga studio I started going to, like, I don't know anybody besides my aunt and uncle. And I am a pretty social person and mm -hmm. I love doing things with other people. And so it was pretty lonely 
for me to start over. And so I was trying to connect with this friend and we had made plans to, you know, okay, let's connect at this time. And then, right, she had to cancel because of something. And we made plans four times. And the fourth time we finally connected, Mm -hmm. we ended up talking for like three or four hours. And it was lovely. We got to what? I said sweet resolution. (laughs) Right. Uh And it was so great because like, she understands me. She knows me very well. And I felt, I felt seen and I felt accepted. And I just felt like, oh, like I still have friends in the world. Like I'm not alone. And that night I took my leggings off to take a shower. And I noticed on the inside of my right knee, I had a few like little itchy red spots. And I was like, huh, interesting like well I know that's a separation conflict like the healing of the separation conflict but whatever and I kind of just took a shower went on my merry way and went to bed well the next morning my whole entire right leg was covered in a rash just on the inside and I was like huh okay I know what this is this is not fun it's very itchy Mm -hmm. and but I'm like I know what this is And over the next, I think it took about three weeks, um, like the rash got worse that whole next week, ended up being uh, both legs, both arms, um, my stomach and my chest. And it got to the point where it was so itchy and uncomfortable, I had a hard time sleeping. Mm -hmm. And so I wasn't freaking out because I knew what it was, but it was still like, oh my gosh, this is so uncomfortable. Yeah. And, um, I, I ended up actually, because I didn't want to see the rash, like it was summer. So I was wearing pants and long sleeves and, um, my, my face wasn't affected, but, um, I ended up giving myself a visual separation conflict because I didn't want to see the rash. (laughs) It was nuts. And I was like, oh my gosh, doing this to myself Uh again. And, um, when I, when I finally stopped like resisting and, and feeling annoyed and frustrated with the healing symptom was when it started to go away Mm -hmm. and it, but it took a while. It took like almost a month for the inflammation to go down and for the, the healing to, to finish. And it was quite a, a testament to me knowing what was happening so I wasn't in fear and now this friend jokes that like every time we set up a call she's like now don't get a separation conflict because we can't talk (laughs) and um yeah it was it was um pretty interesting to pay attention to my experience Mm -hmm. and to also like see how much I missed this particular friend and having community and um yeah yeah, the symptom was like such a window into your psyche yes Mm -hmm. yes Mm -hmm. and yeah it was it was was really cool actually um to witness I mean you know the not being able to sleep because of itching was not very fun but looking back it's you know a great example of how your perception colors everything and we're so individualized in how we um we perceive and interact with 
situations and that's why we have different symptoms yeah yeah I love it I love the skin ones the most because you can see them you know like there's just nothing quite as satisfying as like watching it go away (laughs) yes (laughs) yeah definitely definitely Um, Okay, well, I'd love for you to transition to the last story you wanted to share about um, something that so many women wrestle with, struggle with, have done all of the diets and yoni massages and steaming and whatever, all the things for, um, and that's like cramping and heavy bleeding and just like, you know, all the PMS symptoms. Yes. Yes. Well, my cramps used to be so bad that I'd have to stay home from school. Like I remember that in high school, um, especially the first couple days of my cycle. And I would be like eight out of 10 pain, just like, you know, clutching myself and, you know, taking, taking pain meds and just feeling terrible. And, um, that, that took some time and working through that. Mm -hmm. And when I realized how much, again, my perception was coloring my experience and I didn't, I didn't have to keep triggering this symptom. Mm -hmm. And it was, what was the trigger? What was the, well, I wasn't really in tune with my sexuality or my body. And I was because of having the heavy cramp or heavy bleeding and like really bad cramps where I didn't look forward to having my cycle at all. I was very, um, resistant to it. And also, um, I have a sick, a history of sexual abuse. So that also made it a lot worse because I had this very twisted relationship to my sexuality to being a woman from that experience and didn't feel like it was safe and okay to be a woman Mm -hmm. because you know bad things had happened and so working through that and also coming to terms with the fact that like okay this is gonna keep happening every month and um you know, re- reframing that, doing some subconscious work, working with some of my coaches and getting in touch again with my sexuality and letting go of these beliefs that it's wrong, it's bad, and that, you know, something bad is just going to keep happening be- simply because, oh, I'm a woman. And I didn't know I had all of that story around it until um, more recently, like in the last probably like five or so years, because like the really bad cramping was mm-hmm. high school and into like um, my first few years of college. Yeah. And um, as you became yeah. more comfortable with being a woman, basically the cramps and the heavy bleeding subsided. Yeah. Yeah. Because the, the cramping, you know, is a sexual conflict Mm -hmm. and I mean, which could be, you know, different things for different people, Mm -hmm. but it's for, for me, it was not being comfortable with my sexuality and having it be used against me. So it's like taking my, taking my power back essentially in my relationship with myself and my sexuality was so healing. And, um, 
just really helped me not re-trigger those conflicts as much. Mm-hmm. And now if I do, because it happens so infrequently, I usually know that like, I, I know, and I recognize like the specific situation. Um, and I'm like, oh, okay. Yep. Okay. It's just healing. And I don't freak out as much as I used to. Um, and I just breathe through it and know that my body's doing what it needs to do. And what you're, nothing is wrong. What you're saying is that now, if there are cycles where you do have cramps or the bleeding is heavier, it's very clear. Like you can, you know, track back over the past month and, and, and realize why. Yeah, exactly. Which before, because I was disconnected from my, um, from the awareness of just living my life and I was having them every month and didn't understand. It wasn't as clear because I was probably being triggered all the time. So now that I'm not, and I have an awareness of my experience when, when I do have symptoms, whether it's right cramps or a pimple or, you know, any symptom, I'm usually able to figure out, oh, that's what happened. Okay. I'm okay. And I can move through it a lot easier because I understand what's happening instead of being in fear of, of the symptom itself, because I didn't used to know what it meant and didn't make sense to me. That's like my favorite part. (laughs) It it, honestly, it makes symptoms sort of a good time (laughs) because you get to, when you can pinpoint the exact moment, you know, like, you know, why did I have this exact pimple? Why do I have these cramps? It's just so, it's so fun and it just makes so much sense. And yeah, knowing, knowing this information is just like the gift that keeps on giving for sure. Yeah. Um, I have one more story to -hmm. share about, um, periods and your menstrual cycle. Mm-hmm. So, um, last year I was seeing this guy and, um, I am very regular with my cycle. And, uh, I think I was four or five days late and I was freaking out. I was like, <laughs> Oh no, like I'm never late. Like, Oh, I can't be pregnant. Like, this is crazy. And so the, the sexual, sexual conflicts can mess up your cycles and, you know, people that have irregular menstrual cycles, um, you know, they're somehow also triggering this conflict, the sexual conflict. Mm-hmm. And so I had gone to Walgreens and I was standing there looking at the pregnancy tests. And I was like, I don't, I was like, no, I was like, I don't. I don't want to like do this. And, you know, I was like, well, (laughs) whether I am or not, like, I want to know. Yeah. And the second, like literally the second that I grabbed one off the shelf, my period started and I started, I sat down, I was like bawling in the Walgreens, like, you know, Mm. pregnancy test aisle. And I was like, oh, because I finally had let go and relaxed enough that my body was like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And there's always a lesson, right? It's like, you know, these conflicts, these biological conflicts are here for us to evolve and grow. And even if we don't think we want to or we're ready, Mm -hmm. 
you know, the, the universe, our, our heart self, whatever you want to call it, you know, yeah, is like, okay, you're ready for this. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I could never go back to nursing now knowing this stuff. <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to just add about, about German new medicine and how, yeah, how it's changed your life and who you are? Yeah, I think the biggest thing for me is not being afraid of symptoms mm-hmm. and, and, and trusting my body on such a deep level. And that's helped me to trust myself. Mm-hmm. and um and you know it's not that like symptoms are always fun but having this understanding and this just this knowing that nothing wrong is happening but I'm, I'm gonna be okay has really helped me to like ground that self-trust um that I think I had been searching for my whole life and it's 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 also just like really cool to like be a detective in your own life and like yeah. feel like Sherlock Holmes sometimes a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, but just like releasing that fear and that has been huge, especially, you know, um, with everything going on in the world and, and, and not, not being in fear and just yeah, trusting myself and trusting my body and knowing I'm actually okay. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for, yeah, for sharing these stories. And I'll, for everyone listening, I recommend, I'll put the link in the show notes because I think you have photos, right? Like you have before and after photos on your Instagram. Yeah. yeah so go check it out because it's really, it's, it's, it is really fun to see, like, to get to see the before and afters of the conflicts that you can actually see. <laughs> so yeah thank you so much thank you for listening you can find ashley at alchemy with ashley on instagram and me at Frey kellett and as always please reach out with any stories and i'll be back soon with more episodes